Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton from the Chris and Sandy Show, and we're here today with another rockin' show, as always, um, where we get up and close and personal with our amazing guests. And we have an amazing guest today, as we got Katie got Kate, ah, <laughs> Katie Garibaldi, really awesome Christian artist, and um, I know a little bit of her backstory. I think you're going to really enjoy her um, as we get this thing going. So, Katie, are you here? I'm here. Hi. Hey. Hi. Andy, you here? <laughs> yes, I'm here. We're all here. <laughs> yes. So how are you doing? In you're in California, right? I am. Yeah, I'm in the Bay Area in California. Oh wow! So you're little, you're three hours behind us right now. <laughs> yeah, three hours. <laughs> <clears throat> so as we get started, we always like to start out with a little fun and all that. So what? What are some of the things you like to do, like hobbies, stuff outside of music, and where where are you from, and, you know, the basic info about you? Okay, um, yeah, I was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area, so I've been here all my life, and um, I love the Bay, but I do travel a lot, so I love to travel mm-hmm. as well, and um, I, I love music so much, but um, outside of that, <laughs> I... I like to, um, I guess, some just, like, random hobbies is I like to read. I like to read a lot. So um, I actually made a New Year's resolution that I'm going to try to read a book a week for 2020. Oh, wow. And, um, that's a really I'm good not goal. Sure how that's gonna be. <laughs> it's going well so far. <laughs> I think I've read um, three books so far or maybe four. Oh, um well. So wow. one was kind of like I started last month, so I don't know if that counts. But um, yeah, I don't know if he well. still does it, but you but you know Rick Warren reads a book a day. Really? That, that yeah, was something I, I read in a bio of his in the past. I was I was stunned at that. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a lot of reading. <laughs> a lot of reading. I think um, a lot of like big powerhouse like CEOs and, and owners of companies do read a lot um, yeah. just to like yeah. expand their horizons too so yeah because like, um, they say, like they say you can you can um, be a reader without being a leader but you can't be a leader without being a reader oh I like that <laughs> I like that one <laughs> cool so um, what yeah outside can... of that I, I just like um I like cooking. I like baking. Um, I like to hike. So I'm looking forward to springtime when there's better weather. And um, yeah, those are just some of the things I like. What's to do. funny is, with this being live, I always get nervous about it's, like, it's got to go right and all that. And and then I couldn't get your name out. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my oh God, no, I didn't. <laughs> No, don't yes, and he practiced it before he did. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it so bad. Leading up that's to it, I must said it a hundred times. <laughs> but no you, worries. <laughs> so, what do you consider your music to be? Because I know it's you're kind of mixing genres a little bit here. You know, what do you actually consider yours to be? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big mix. Um, I think I always say. Um, Americana, just because it's such a wide okay. umbrella that yeah, um, 
kind of encompasses country music as well as folk music and also um, gospel as well because I do have a lot of like spiritual songs that are more on the gospel mm-hmm. Christian side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Americana. I mean, not a lot of people even know what that means. I don't even really know what it means, but there's a lot <laughs> of history to the Americana genre, and um, you know, because there is a lot of uh, a blended genres. You know, um, yeah. people blending yeah. folk and country influences, or rock and roll and folk influences, and um, so yeah, I think Americana is a good way to describe it, and. Um, kind of encompasses everything that I do. I think sometimes um, that genre can be more, the Americana can be like where they don't, where they're country, but they don't get accepted in country. <laughs> Cause you know, that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and but, you know, country <laughs> is such a, um, it depends on, on who's saying, you know, it means something different to everyone because, you know, there's like, that's the what I love about country. country. Yeah, and then yes. the modern commercial country. Um, so it's I don't really like to say I'm a country artist because some people think, oh, then you're you know really the you're, you're, commercial you're. country pop, which I'm not, you know. So right. Um, yeah, Americana. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's what they better. tried. You know, reading from your story, that's what they tried to box you in a little bit. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that, since we lo- you know, about them trying to box you in in the studio early on? Um, well, yeah, I think we kind of, like, I, uh, we talked before via email about some of that. And um, th- this industry is, um, you know, it's just part of the way that it is, that it mm-hmm. likes to put a, a name to something or put a description to something, and that can – um, really box you in, but that's really just the way that it is. I mean, you have to market yourself a certain way, you know, to get certain things, i.e. radio play or things like mm-hmm. that. So, um, but it can be hard as an artist to, um, you know, feel kind of cornered and feel like, is this who I really am? Or is this what I'm yeah. allowing people to tell me who I am? Um, yeah. And that's especially hard in the studio if you're working with um, people that maybe have a different vision than you as an artist. And Mm -hmm. there has to be compromises that need to be made. Um, So when I, you know, I started really young doing this and I started recording really young. And so my first, uh, my first recordings I did at home and with a friend Mm -hmm. In high school, so those were, you know, just really documenting my songs, and then after that, when I started to get into the more professional studio setting, um, it was really intimidating for me because all of a sudden I had people telling me what to do and who to be, and uh, you know, like, oh wow, kind of made me question myself, and that that was really intimidating and kind of took a little bit of the joy out of making music for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned a lot. So I'm like really grateful for all the experiences. And um, it just made me realize that I need to, I needed to get my confidence back in the studio. Mm-hmm. And that was like um, a long healing process for me because, you know, I lost 
some of that confidence. And I just assumed like, oh, I'm just not a good studio artist. You know, that's just yeah. not who I am. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, when I kind of realized, oh, I, I really do have the power to do what I want and to mm-hmm. uh, not make compromises when it comes to my art. Amen. Um, and really took my power back. Then, then I realized, you know, well, I don't have to just say, oh, I'm just a live artist and not a good studio artist. I could just be what I want. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a process for me, you know. So um, I think that's kind of important for mostly younger artists just starting out to kind of yeah. to hear that, you know. Um, and I'm glad you're hitting that because, um, as you know, there's a lot of young female impressionable artists that are up and coming right now in all genres. And yeah. I'm really glad you're talking about this because, again, that's one thing about what we're trying to do with the show is, you know, you you got a lot of shows out there where they might hit a little small piece of struggles, but really the, their shows are focused on what's going great in your musical career. That's not what we're about. Right. We want to we wanna show both sides because pe- a lot of people don't realize how hard it is in the music industry, and, and I want to bring on people that can say, you know what? It's worth it, but it is mm-hmm. really hard. And, you, and and these are some of the, some of the pitfalls you have to go through, and but you have to know who you are while you're going through it, or it could break you. Right. Yeah. Very <laughs> and true. And that's why I'm and that's why I'm glad that some you know some of the different artists from Elena to you and and the others are really com- they're coming on and they're willing to be vulnerable with us because again that's what our show is about is not just about the music which it is about the music, but more about the person behind the music. Because I think that in this day and time, people really want to know, who are you? You know, mm-hmm. it used to be the music was good enough. and But because of social media and all that, it's been a, I think that's changed through the years. Now, granted, if you're a big artist, they want to know who you are. But the up and coming, to get people's attention, they want to know what makes you tick. Mm-hmm. So, right. so if so, right now, what does make you take within the music? I mean, what is it that what are you striving for? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I definitely feel like I I have so many ideas creatively, and mm-hmm. um, it's like you said, like um, being vulnerable is like you know, something that we all struggle with. And and that's Mm -hmm. definitely true in the studio because, you know, you're no longer just the songwriter in in your room by yourself. You're with other people and, you know, the red light is on and it's like, go, you know, be vulnerable, (laughs) go. (laughs) um, So so it can be challenging and I'm still trying to get over those little humps so that I'm able to, really to the to the best degree get kind of like the ideas and the music I have inside of my my heart and inside of my head out yeah. into the outside world you know as clearly as I can as kind of like you know a, a carbon copy of what's going on yeah. inside of me and that's really hard to do so um, I've luckily you know over the years met a lot of great people and have kind of found more of my tribe and who I'm comfortable working with. And 
and being vulnerable with and the way that I communicate mm-hmm. in the studio. So um, I'm, I'm really excited to work on my next album because I think it's oh, going to well. be really different in that regard because I'm going to be more mm-hmm. comfortable, you know, opening up in that way. So that's, awesome. that's what I'm and, trying and I think for. that's <laughs> And I think that's what artists, many of the artists that make it big out there, no matter what genre it is, when you really look at that, I've noticed through the years that their the next album is always about their life and where they are mm-hmm. at that time, and then the next one, and I think that that's some of the best selling albums because again, one thing I love about the songwriting industry is in most cases they're writing from what's happened, the raw stories from their life. Right. Outside of this uh, music, I don't really see that happen too much unless, of course, some people write books or autobiography. But in most cases, when you look at life outside of music, people have this facade, and they wear this mask, and they and they cover this up and cover that up, and they have this Facebook thing that they're bigger than, than this. But in music, <laughs> yeah. that's different. <laughs> the people that make it, are the ones that say, you know what, this is what happened to me. So, and they do it to, through their music. It's like, although some people disagree with the way Taylor Swift does her music, but man, she writes music of all her breakups. If you you don't want to date her, right. if you don't want to be in her song. But that's a good that's a good thing because that's what again, people don't get it, but. Songwriters are going to live life through their music, and right. from the people I've talked to, if if they have to write about stuff that they don't live, they almost feel like they're being fake. Mm, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of labels have have went went the wrong way. And it's because a lot of labels, because I've got friends of mine who've been signed in the past, and the label says once you get signed, unless you've got this huge following. Once you get signed, a lot of times they tell you what to sing, what to wear, what to this, what to that. So you have just become someone that you're not. Right, very and true. I, and, and they I, also want you and to. And I love right. seeing people like you who says, you know what? I'm not going to conform. This is who I am. Right. Yeah, and, and I that's value the that. beautiful thing about music is it connects people, you know, because mm-hmm. like you, you can be. Someone can hear your song and you've never met them. You don't know anything about them, but mm-hmm. they start crying or they they have goosebumps <laughs> because, you know, we all go through the same things, really. Like, you know, we're sometimes, you know, we get in our little world and we feel like we're the only person feeling this and we're just an island, you know, but we all go through the same thing. So it's, it's nice that music kind of like translates that um, – connection you know that's why i love it music saved her life when she was a teen because she went through a lot of bullying Mm -hmm. in high school yeah yes and music was very healing at the the time to help me get through that absolutely oh yeah definitely so at what age did you know that you know what this was uh, what i want to do with my life music um, I would say, you know, I was like really into singing when I was a little kid and I was always making up melodies, but it was when, 
I started learning the guitar around 11 years old. So I was really young. Oh, wow. And um, that's when I started writing my own songs. And I would just, you know, like you said, it was such a healing experience for me as well, going through school and growing up. And it was just kind of a, a method of release you know, and um, a way to express myself because I was a really shy kid and it was a way to just like get all my emotions out and I just wrote like crazy and I just um, really fell in love with the songwriting process of, Mm -hmm. you know, just creating, creating something kind of out of nothing, kind of like you're translating your emotions into something tangible. Um, so, yeah, from a really young age, I, I just fell in love with it, and it's kind of been my um, my medicine as well <laughs> all through my life. <laughs> yes. So who were some of your musical influences growing up? I was really influenced by Jewel, especially when I was starting to play guitar, Um when I started learning guitar, it was the same year of her big debut album release. And um, so that was a huge influence on me, just uh, hearing, you know, again, like having that positive female influence, but also just her um, honesty in her songwriting. Mm-hmm. I always like, yes, you yes. know, aspired for that. And just the way that she was so free with her guitar playing and didn't really conform to, um, you know, she kind of made up her own inversions of chords yeah. and didn't really play like a full chord. <laughs> she would just kind of split the chord. I'm like, wow, that's so different than what I was hearing in, in folk songs, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So um, that was a big one for me. But before that, I kind of grew up on listening to um, – a lot of rock and roll. My parents would play like the Beatles and um, the Beach Boys and Huey Lewis and stuff like that. So that was my my younger year influences. And then from there, I, I really liked listening to country and just all <laughs> sorts of stuff. So a big mix. So who are they? So who are the influences now? Would you say? I I kind of started listening to the more modern singers first, like mm-hmm. uh, Faith Hill and. Shania Twain and stuff like that and then from there I kind of went backwards and got into the classic country like Patsy Cline oh, well. and Hank Williams yeah. and started listening yeah. to those guys yeah just fell in love with it <laughs> yeah you know our wedding song was from this moment by Shania Twain oh I love that song <laughs> great song <laughs> now what, what's funny is we had no idea back then how long the song was because it, it you know during the wedding we had to stand there and look at each other in the eyes while the song plays. And yeah. about three, and three about three or four minutes time. in, we're looking, mm-hmm. we're almost about to laugh. Cause <laughs> yeah, it's like, how long is this song? <laughs> like, from this moment forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the song went on forever at that time. <laughs> so as we about to take a break, um, I'll, we'll, when we come back from the break In a couple minutes I will be playing your song And then we can discuss that um, okay. In the meantime we will talk about the, Sandy and I will talk about The Sports Guys podcast and, and if you've never heard Of the Sports Guys podcast And I'm talking to you Katie right now You should go on his show He, he mixes sports 
and music. And, and he interviews people. So it's, it's a really different um, environment than a lot of out there. I really, we've partnered with him and all that. So I really like what he's doing. He likes what we're doing because we get more in the depth than of course he does. But he, the way he mixes it, and he, he's really awesome. And so I always try to tell people, yeah, you should go on that show too if you haven't. Like our last guest yesterday, she's been on that show. But anybody that hasn't, we always tell them, you know what, you should go on that show. But anyway, here's a little brief thing about him as we get started and we come back from the break we will play your song and then we'll talk about it okay great hey everyone we have partnered with another great podcast called the sports guys podcast you can find them over at the sportsguyspodcast.com the sports guys podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
great song. Love Thank the words. you. Thank you so, so what much. Inspired that, so what inspired that song? This song uh, was, the songwriting process was very healing for me. I sat down to write and I was kind of like more in low energy. I was like in a melancholy mood and mm-hmm. kind of feeling like I was letting other people's negativity get me down. And so I didn't know what was going to come out when I wrote this. I thought, you know, maybe it was going to be more of a sad song, kind of like venting. And um, (laughs) which it kind of started out, you know, I'm questioning in the beginning, how did I get here losing myself in fear? Mm. And um, but then by the time I got around to the chorus, I realized I was, turning the energy around and it's really talking about seeing um, the good in people and honoring the light in other people as well as myself, the light inside of myself and realizing that, um, you know, we don't have to let negativity get the best of us. We can choose to Mm -hmm. be happy. That's in our power to do. And so happiness doesn't really involve outside experiences it really comes from Mm. the inside so that's a choice and um so yeah the chorus is take these shades off my eyes and shine all the light inside we could be delightful so it's really just um kind of this anthem song that I wrote about um just recognizing our true nature which I think is to be delightful and kind and happy so Mm -hmm. That's what the Amen. song is about. Yes. It's really like a, mm-hmm. a call to action, you know. Yeah. We need more of that out there today. We do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, 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 granted, I think a lot of people miss the point. Like, if you watch social media, you think that everybody's mean. But when you get out in the real world, we we find that it's just the opposite of what we see on social media. Mm, that's we see true. Help. Most people are helpful and, and nice and and good-natured. Right. right. And, and I think yeah. it's so, social media just gives that platform to the bullies out there a lot of times. And and so they get all this platform out there, and, and it spreads so much that that's all we see because you're on social media so much. And when you start to actually get out and meet people, and you actually find that, wow, even though we think different, they are awesome people. That's true, and I think also, you know, we we all go through things, and we all go through life, so sometimes someone can say something hurtful or, like, you know, rub you the wrong way, and you can get offended by that, but you mm-hmm. can also just take a breath and realize, oh, maybe they just had a really bad day, or maybe they yeah. they didn't have bad intentions, just the way they said it exactly. was kind of, you know, I took it the wrong way. Right. So um, mm-hmm. it's really just remember, up to us, you know. Because hurt people hurt people. It's just fact That's of life. That's true. That's and true. In, in many cases, you, you might be the blunt of what it is there, and you don't know. Their mama might have just died. That's very true. You don't, know mm-hmm. what, you don't know what's going on in their life. And, and they're not meaning to snap at people, but they're frustrated. They might be mad at God right now because that happens a lot of, just went through a death. Um, they might have just got fired from their work, and they have no idea how in the world they're going to pay their bills. You know, it could be so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I think if we as a society 
can learn that, you know what, if someone snaps, don't snap back, just smile, let it go. Because I think a lot of times if, if we could do that, learn to do that, and, you know, there will be some people that would take advantage of that. We know that. But for the most oh, part, yeah. I think most people, when they get through that small snap, they'll realize what they did and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. Yeah, for the very most true. Part. Good point. Yeah, and, so as you know, I've yeah. kind of, I've kind of um, learned that, you know, the more the more you give, the more you get as well. And sometimes that's just good energy. So even mm-hmm. when you're just having a conversation with someone, like on the inside, you can be sending them good vibes and expressing, like, yep. you know, I have love for you and I have happiness for you, and just expressing that the way your conversation goes is going to be very positive and anything outside Mm -hmm. of those vibes is just going to have no place to live so it's just going to go away you know yeah yeah because even in your darkest moments you can still be the lighthouse for someone else that's very true Mm -hmm. so um as we you know (laughs) um now as you see i do a lot of reading too (laughs) um but um, one thing I've seen with uh, within the music industry, especially country music, is it's harder for women to make it out there than the, than the men. Do you see that as just country, or do you see that in all genres right now? Hmm. Um, I I think it's probably in all genres. Um. I try not to concentrate on that struggle, but I know that that it is a thing. I know yeah. that it's there. You know, um, in my in my own experience, you know, um, I, I've shown up to gigs before, and you know, I'll be there, and my my musicians that I hire to to play with mm-hmm. me will be setting up their gear. And, you know, like the engineer will come over and talk to one of them who's a man and say, you know, oh, what, what do you need and what kind of, you know, setup needs do you have? And when it's really my show, they should be asking me, but they just assume yeah. that maybe because I'm a woman, yeah. I don't know. Um, so there's <laughs> like little happen. things like that. And th- that's, you know, when those things add up, you know, so yeah. it, it is a thing and, um, I think that if we just, you know, if we're all just aware of it and can speak up at yeah. the right time. And um, see, something small like what you just said, people would not mm-hmm. even realize. And, and that's why I've, that with every woman artist we bring on, we're going to hit this subject. Because I think that your average person out there who just listens to country music or listens to this, they don't mm-hmm. see it like you see it. Because right. all they do is hear it. And they have their favorites, just like everybody else. But I love that we can talk about this on our show because, again, it's an issue. And and, and, as, and as small as that may sound, what you just said, that's huge. Because just, right. just that little, just that little bit can make you get on that stage and lose confidence. Yeah, that's exactly <clears throat> just, right. And, and and it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with his that person's mindset, and it's. And we have to change that mindset. Now, there is one big positive that happened recently. Uh, did you see where the CMT has actually said that on all their video networks, 
they're going to do 50% men and 50% women. I did see that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and, that's awesome. and it's funny because I told Sandy, I was like, well, well I've been doing that anyway. I'm like, they're, like, they're getting applauded. And, you know, now, granted, they still should do it. I mean, but it's like, what's taking so long, you know? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> to me, it's, you if you're good, you're good. <laughs> that's right. Well, I, mm-hmm. from, well, Elena, when we talked to her yesterday, she even said that what she has seen is the podcasters like us actually do focus more on the women than the big radio stations. So maybe we, okay. maybe us podcasters can help that trend move a little bit. At least I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hopefully so. Yeah. I think so. <clears throat> Definitely. So if you could snap your fingers and be here five years from now, where would you want to be at this point, knowing what you know now? Oh, um. Let's create vision here. Yeah. Let's let's manifest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think um, a, a little bit of what we touched on before is um, really just you know I've I've always kind of gone after things that I want, but I've also mm-hmm. let fear stand in the way of a lot of things. So um, I think we probably all kind of do that, but also as an artist, like we're really like hard on ourselves, you know? So mm-hmm. like for me personally, I'll, um, I'll have a vision for something and I'll get really excited. And then like minutes later or days later, I'll be like, <laughs> Oh, but I don't know. Can I, can I do that? I don't I know. Do what it I'm, too. I don't I, know what I'm doing. I, you know? I do that too. I do. Cause yeah, you know, we're trying so. to build this big, this new country media company. And every day yeah. there's one day, one day I'm like, we can do this. And then <laughs> tomorrow, I'm like, God, can I really do this? Right. Is, is this right. really gonna? You know, am I worthy of making this work? You know, I mean, right. I'm just like, you know, and Sandy feels the same way. We, we, it's like, you, you, you go, 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 and then it feels like nothing's working. You go, 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 and it feels mm-hmm. like nothing's really working. And then you start to doubt yourself. You start to doubt your abilities. You start to doubt everything. Like, I'll be honest. When, when, you know, we log in. To this um our platform about 10 minutes before we get started and i hate the darn clock because it says 10 minutes until showtime nine minutes <laughs> yeah. until showtime every and minute that mm-hmm. <laughs> and it does that every minute and every minute i get more nervous and i'm and i should I, i've done this enough yeah. now i shouldn't be you know yeah that's right Woo, trying to breathe and breathe and breathe and breathe and and then five seconds, four, three, and then okay, let's go, run. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I know exactly so what you're talking that's about. That's similar to the studio. Um, yeah, so I, I would just say, like, um, you know, five years from now, or or you know, five days from now, I just my future self. I envision a just more <clears throat> more confident in my abilities mm-hmm. to. Um, to carry through my visions and to not mm-hmm. hold myself back, you know, and uh, I think fear is just part of being human. So that's always going to be there, but uh, to be able to recognize it and like, okay, well that fear is there. So that's really just, that shouldn't turn me off to something that yep, should really exactly. be a, an, an invitation to, to go for it, you know, an opportunity to, um, to really conquer that and pull, push through. So, mm-hmm. 
And, yeah, that's and you my, know there was a there was a public speaker that I was friends with, and he used to tell me that, and he spoke in front of twenty thousand plus people, and he he says wow. every time he goes on stage, before he gets up there, he still has butterflies, and I was like, really? Even though you've done this yeah. thousands of times, he he says, you know, he says the day I don't get butterflies means the day I need to step down. Wow. Yeah. He says he says I've got these people's lives in my hands as a public speaker. He says, if I'm not nervous when I before I get on that stage, I don't deserve that stage. Mm. I've always remembered that, and yeah, so that's why that's I'm okay point. with being nervous because everybody else gets nervous. I mean, but we do what we do, and, mm-hmm. and I hope you know because again, when you got passion, you're going to get nervous because you you want the just like with you as an artist when you, when you create that album, you want people to feel it. You don't want you don't want right. them to just hear it. You want you want them to feel the music because when people feel the music it changes their lives so you have their lives in your hands with every song you make and i'm and by getting nervous when you do things it's actually a good thing because it's it's helping you stay stay level-minded and not have ego because you know that okay i still want to do right with everything and and all that and you know like i heard someone say you know what just because you have butterflies, you just got to make them go in formation. Mm. I like that one too. And and you know, um, as we start to wind this down a little bit, our son likes to always ask one question to the artist. So we'll get Sandy to get him on the phone real quick. Oh, okay. Cool. Yes, he's he's our little future interviewer podcaster here. <laughs> here awesome. he is. He wants, because <laughs> we are, we, we consider this a family-run company. Okay, what else? Hi. <laughs> Sandy always helps me with that. Uh, what's your Hi. favorite food? My favorite food? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, that's such a good question because I I just love so much food. Um, You know, I really enjoy um. <laughs> I really enjoy seafood. I like fish. I like crab, shrimp, things like that. So I think I would go with seafood. Good question. So much you like, Lucas. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Pizza is really good. Too. That's a good one. Yeah. Great answer. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Yeah, we always. He try always to, enjoys that. <laughs> yep. That's cute. And we try to include him on this. I mean, we run everything from home we and do. all that. So, mm-hmm. so we try to, you know, because I've always been taught that if you want to inspire purpose and vision into your kids, then you need they that you know you need to live it out in front of them. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're true. trying to do is not only live it out in front of them, but include it because I think that's a lot of people who are business owners where they go wrong is they think that their business or their company is just about them, but mm-hmm. they would go a lot further if they would include their family into it. Even if it's something like even a doctor, doctor can still include their kids into it, just in a different way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love but, that. Um, you know. So if if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, no matter whether it's country, pop, doesn't matter, Christian, any artist, dead or alive, got 
two-part question. Who would it be, and what song would y'all be um, co-writing about? What would it be about? Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is a good one. Um, okay, so I've been I've been asked this before, and I feel like I say a different answer every time um, because, like, there's so many great artists, you know, that come to my mind. Um, but I, the first thing that came to my mind is um, Mr. Jeff Lynn, who is the songwriter for Electric Light Orchestra. And um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's basically he combined like rock and roll and classical music and oh, wow. a whole bunch of different things. And I got to see him live um, this past summer. And so it's like, you know, a rock and roll band and then like a full orchestra playing along with him. And it was so, so amazing. Wow. Um, so that's what first came to my mind. And that would just be like the dream right there. Um, and as far as like and what, what would it be about? Right about? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. And what would it be about? That's I've never had that question before. That's a really cool question. Um I, oh God, that is a good question. Um, what do I even, okay. Maybe we would write about, like, oh, my God, I'm so stumped. Um, okay, maybe, maybe we would write about, like, going to outer space and, like, discovering a new planet, and yeah. there would be, like, some whole go. different species <laughs> that just talk <laughs> that just talk with like stringed instruments and we could put all these different strings and alien noises on the song. Boom. That that would be our song. <laughs> oh wow. There you go. Awesome. So, as, <laughs> so so as we come down to our last question, let's say that you could talk to your younger self when you were just beginning. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know all the steps that you've taken so far in your career. What advice would you give to your fresh self that you wish you'd have known back then? I would definitely say, don't doubt yourself, and um, don't uh, don't give your 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 power away or make yourself small in order to please anybody else just um own your own yourself like own your power you know there's your next goal yeah own your power there you go i expect to hear that okay (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll write that with jeff lynn i'll I'll call him that'll be our song (laughs) yep so as we wrap this thing up Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Um, people can find me at katiegaribaldi.com. That's where all my links are. And I'm on social media, Facebook, at Katie Garibaldi Music. And then my YouTube and Twitter and everything else is at Katie Garibaldi. And then all my music is on iTunes and Spotify and all those things. So, Hope you have a chance to check it out. And you know what? We loved having you on today. We hope you enjoyed it because that's our model. Thank you. 
Because to, to me, if it's not fun, I wouldn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, That's true. true. Thank you so much. And, and we hope to have you on again in the future and see where you're at in a, maybe do. six months. That would be awesome. Thank you so much for the great questions, and I just really had a blast. Thank you. All right, thanks, and we will talk to you real soon. You have a great yeah. day. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. We hope you love the show today. We hope you tune in again on Monday where we're supposed to have Justine Blazer, really awesome singer-songwriter. And then on Tuesday we got the awesome Holly Tucker who used to, who was on The Voice. So we've got some yeah. really good – and I've got a couple more good ones I think coming up by the end of next week. But we look forward to bringing all this great talent to you so that you can hear the inside to their stories because they're not just singers. They're people, and their story matters. And we will see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Talk to you then.